Hello and welcome to episode two of Ramsey Speak. Episode two? It's so exciting. I am Alfie. And I'm Sam. And uh, we made it past episode one and that's all that matters. Oh, it was so scary. <laughs> the more I listened back to it, the more I thought, what am I saying? There were so many points where I was like, why did I say that? Why did I do? Like... But we hope that none of you at home actually picked up. Also, <laughs> for the record, when I referred to um, the title sequences and said the original, I meant the original is when I was a child and the one that I most remember. I'm fully aware that the, the kind of like 2003 era of Neighbours theme tune, when it was all like animated and cartoon, that was not the, was original. Not the original. I know the original, that's not it. But um, episode two, we're here, we made it. We did. We've had such an amazing response um, online. So thank you so much for every single person that's messaged us, tweeted us, um, sent us a thumbs up. Honestly, um, it has been really overwhelming to see the response and I don't say that in like a cheesy way it really has um, it has been this is something we really wanted to do and we were really excited about and we would have continued to do it regardless but the fact that people have enjoyed it we're like (laughs) yeah do you know what let's do it again let's do episode two again and people might listen I mean we can hope exactly let's hope this one goes well but also (laughs) in a week that's been uh, exciting in our lives it's also just been really good on the street as well loads has been going on on good old Ramsey Street um, the best moment for me, I would say, kicking it all off, was when Toadie and Sonia sat down over a cup of tea to have a gossip. You know what, can we just chill for a bit and relax and enjoy this cuppa? And, and we can talk about some of the neighbourhood gossip. Oh, is there, is there something to tell? What is it? Uh, OK, well, it involves Sheila and Amy and what sounds like a very bad self-help book. <gasps> Intriguing. What else? What else? Uh, I also heard about a very public marriage proposal that didn't go as planned. <gasps> Ooh. We have to start with that self-help book, that bloody self-help book. Yeah, what's it called? It's something to do with being a good parent, isn't it, really? Um, Sheila is fantastic. Mother Knows Best. Mother Knows Best. best. Yeah, that's the one. I just love it. This whole um, situation at the moment, which is Sheila, Amy and Gary, I think is great. Especially Mm. because when um, Lily Vandermeer left, who played Xanthi, I was a bit nervous because I thought... What do the Cannings have to provide now, apart from Sheila being such a strong kind of character? comedic timing, yeah. Yeah, like, Gary is a great character, but when he's not being a parent to Xanthi, as a character, who is he in the show anymore? Mm. And I think this self-help book is really funny, because Gary's in a real moment of just being like, it's like he's a child again, it's like you're watching a child who's just very grown up. And then you've got Sheila, who seems to be learning how to be a mother for the first time, like, she's properly, like, she's learning it, mother knows best, and she's... She's going with it, and I think. And let's just add, you know, she's decided to do this after she supported Gary in all his dodgy dealings. It's not like she found out that he was a criminal and then went, "Oh my goodness, I've been such a terrible mother." Like she's always been involved with all of this stuff. So I don't understand. I don't think any amount of book is really gonna, really gonna help. But she's hilarious. It's it's also adding all of that great um, comedy that's needed at the moment Mm. with the darkness that comes with Sonya's story. because obviously this week was quite intense for Sonia still, although I do feel like she's had slightly less of the story this week. Mm-hmm. It's been more focused on other elements. I do think that she... Yeah, there was those moments... I mean, this week was the week when she confided in all of the neighbours. She went yeah. and told everyone that she had cancer, and she... I mean, that was heartbreaking, especially seeing Mark's reaction. Yeah. That was really heartbreaking. And there were some really nice scenes with Therese, actually, which I was slightly surprised by, because, you know, we mentioned last week, um, Therese's cancer storyline wasn't actually portrayed personally very well. It wasn't, and it went away, like, in the blink of an eye. And I was a bit worried, because when Therese started 
you know, oh, woe is me, I'm really upset, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I thought, oh, please don't go and deepen Therese because we don't I don't we think don't anybody was connected it. close enough to her cancer storyline so. because it wasn't done in a way that felt effective or realistic. It just, yeah, didn't feel realistic at all. So I just find it was quite difficult for people to relate in I found sense. it really hard to relate to her in those scenes. And when she was getting upset, I, I really struggled with Therese because she's a very, you know, a fantastic actor. And actually in the show, she's one of the strongest on the street in terms of yeah. consistent, um, you know, you know what you're getting with Therese. Absolutely. Um, and... Yeah, I did struggle with it because I just thought, oh, I don't I don't feel that bad for you because I don't feel like we ever went on the story with you to raise yeah. when you had cancer. So unlike Sonia, where I feel like we're, we're there every step of the way. You know, when she told those neighbours, again, I felt like I was going to cry because I could actually oh, I imagine cry. that moment. Yeah, you know? I did cry. I thought it was heartbreaking, but it also showed just how strong Toadie and Sonia are as a couple. Mm. Just that moment when she said, I think we should tell the neighbours, I think it'll be good to like confide in them with this information and, along with it. and they were just there together like saying it and that that strength i just thought it was really really beautiful it was a really great moment um but sonia aside apart from that i feel like this week has been around you know gary and the comedy that comes from the self-help book but also this whole week has been valentine's themed i swear yeah, despite the valentine's fact day. it's been yeah, <laughs> valentine's day was just on thursday and the whole week has been focused around valentine's and love and in particular, the the outcome of the Paul Therese and Leo triangle. Or maybe just the start. You're it for me. Forever. Oh, um... It's... No, suddenly it's all so clear. Leo, please, get, get out. What are you doing? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being sensible. I'm sick of waiting. Let's do this. Therese Willis, marry me. proposal on valentine's day what could be better i mean <laughs> firstly the music in the background i mean it sounds like a sad scene in avatar it's, it's, it's really like, kind of like soundtrack they we're use. going into a new world like everything just really odd but that aside that proposal was the cringiest worst thing ever i think no 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 i have to say they found a use for that bridge over the pond Outside oh, Leicester's so that awful, has never made any sense. No, no, no. They and did that, find a reason the for it. The flower heart that was just like <laughs> has been there for like a week during the setup, and they used that so many times on shots of like, oh, you know, he's proposing. Let's do it through the heart. Mm, yeah, glad that proposal didn't go down very well. Didn't go down well, and I'm glad that as usual. No one was at work, so most of Ramsey Street were able to just, you know, walk along Hilarious. and just and see it. Paul, Amy, um, Leo, Aaron was there. Yeah, just no one was working that day. I'm surprised it was just a day. Piper, it's Valentine's Day. It's a national holiday. Piper didn't just poke her head out of Toadie's office and just do a little <laughs> vlog. Like, oh, you know, actually, of all people, the fact that Piper didn't she actually see it is next door to it. It's a glass doored office. <laughs> like, why she didn't just she looks out the clock. window? She's like, oh, my mum's you know, getting, my mom's getting, getting married to you on the weird bridge over the pond. But that proposal was just ridiculous. It's like Leo had had realised, oh, you know, I've realised she's a great thing. I'm going to propose right now. Yeah, and I actually am quite liking these vulnerabilities we're seeing in Leo at the moment. I think we're going to see more of his childish side come out next week um, in some of the kind of previews on Thursday, Friday episodes. But um, I think that we're seeing that he... I don't know, I think they could go deep with this. It feels like he's really lacking that mother figure in his life. 
I just, um, yeah, I suppose. I'm just really happy this Leo and Therese thing has come to an end. What do we think? I just, well, yeah, assuming. This could all happen again and again and again. I just, I'm just quite done with it. Like, I quite liked it at first. I thought it was an interesting, interesting take. I never saw the two of them being a thing together. But now it's got to a point where it's constantly a battle about age and what they both want and where they want their lives to go. And to be honest, I'm done with it. We all know that Paul and Therese is the way it's been heading for bloody ages. Mm. And now, can we just get there? Mm. Oh, I hope so. I know. I just, well, I mean, it's been propositioned, hasn't it? Therese has told Paul how she's feeling. She wants a piece of him. It's not your fault. When Leo proposed, and I saw you... She's got that kind of like, when I saw you, I just knew. Like she's got that full on, yeah, like, again, I'm sexy kind of like, weird. oh, Paul, I just, I just need you, Paul, and your one, and your one wooden oh, leg. Your one, <laughs> your one wooden leg. Um, I found it a bit odd, especially when Paul was in the office and was like, oh, I was just thinking of us the other day and, you know, how we could have a picnic. And I was like, this isn't two people that have never met before. Like, they both know how terrible. They both are against each other. Yeah, I just... Like, Paul is not someone to go down to, like, the lake and have a picnic. He never has been. So that line for me was just really odd. Yeah, I just think, like... Yeah, literally, like what you just said. They have... they. This has been off and on, off and on for ages. So even if they're about to jump into something... They just know each other not, too well. Just crack exactly, on. Exactly, just get on with it. It's like you're basically a married couple. Mm. But I am just glad that that's come to a thing. I just really hope... I really, really bloody hope that they just decide to be a couple and it goes on that way and they just stay that way because I can't deal with this pool to raise will it happen won't it happen anymore I'm just I'm quite bored of it as a storyline to be honest mm. so just want it to happen it's Valentine's Day well, spread love talking of being bored of storylines something you definitely weren't bored of was uh, a little bit of Ned oh they've uh, this PG rating I mean we were talking last week is Neighbours getting too dark is Neighbours getting too saucy too kinky I would <laughs> argue no. No, never enough. <laughs> Ned, with his, with his bum out. Yeah, shop's closed, mate. Um, you can call if you want. You can't. I'll keep that in mind, but that's not why I'm here, mate. I'm Heath Cable, new manager of this place. Ah, you're the manager. Yeah. Well, I don't start till tomorrow officially, but thought I'd drop in and say g'day. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Ned. Ned? Yeah, Ned Willis. I'm a... Friend of the Apprentice. So you, you want to see the books? Yeah, probably more I was expecting to see. Um, yeah, get dressed first, mate. Same with you. B, isn't it? Oh, everything about that was excellent. Obviously, the best bit for you know us fans on Valentine's Day, we got a bit of Nakey Ned. I know. Just a quick flash before it like got turned around. Like, it was great, wasn't it? A quick flash is better than nothing. <laughs> Bit of naked Ned. <laughs> Ned's um, I loved great. it. I loved it. We got introduced to a brand new guest character, um, Heath, who is the new um, boss. Yeah, new boss of the garage. And also, if you, I mean, if you're a fan of Australian TV or you are Australian, you may recognise Heath because Heath is played by Tim, and he was on The Voice Australia in 2017, and he was on Delta Goodrum's team. Oh. 
So a little bit of Neighbours trivia there. I quite liked that. So that was interesting. Um, And I liked that... Uh, they introduced him in a way that was just very casual. You know, sometimes when we get these guest characters, they seem to have like really awkward introductions that never make sense. I thought it was a very, um, uh, such a like nod to like old neighbours entrance of a character. Like, you know, Kylie Minogue trying to get through the window on her first appearance. Mm. It's kind of that kind of vibe. That it was like vibe. some naughtiness was going on. They get caught. They play that typical neighbours music where it's like, oh, something funny's happening. And I just thought it was really nice. And he looks like he's got potential, actually, Heath. I don't know where they're going to take him as a character. <laughs> in looks? <laughs> just, like, well, just, like, seeing him on screen. He just looks quite natural. He yeah. looks like he could be a character which could add some fun. So I'm up to see where he's going to come from. Yeah. I think what's interesting is um, he obviously can sing pretty well. So w- would there be a crossover with B where they could perform together? There'd be some reason they'd be, like, singing together I'm at work? I'm done with B. I'm seeing, like, a kind of, like, uptown girl vibe. Kind of. I'm just... I feel like I'm very much done with... There always has to be one character that sings. Like, B is great, and Bonnie's got a really great voice, but... I just think, does there always have to be a character that's always going to do the live shows in the waterhole? (laughs) Or could we maybe just have one that doesn't sing? Because if it wasn't B, then it was, um, what was her name? The one who, she was playing Charlene's daughter. Madison. Madison, yeah. Madison. She she was singing, wasn't she? Yeah. When she was in the show. I remember she was doing... But she wanted to be a journalist and then she decided she had a really good voice, didn't she? Yeah, of course. And the same was for um, Angus, Angus Mm, Beaumont. Yeah. No, he... He does sing no, he in does real sing. life, but I don't think he sang on the show. Oh, oh no, I think he may have done once I'm or pretty twice. sure he played a guitar once. Yeah, I think he may have done once or twice. I think there was a band storyline. He was, like, making a band. That's right. But it's interesting. You know, we've had a lot of singers and we've had um, some reality stars and we've had, well, a brand new sign and permanent cast is The Bachelor. Yeah, Tim. Tim. What do you think about Tim? Well, Tim, who plays Pierce. Pierce, who was with Chloe, if you didn't know. Mm. Um, well, just a for few a cheeky ago, one night? Yeah, well, a few nights, that. actually, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I suppose there's something to talk about, actually. I feel like Neighbours have, especially recently, have really been getting in people who have got a bit of a following online. They've got, they've got fans already. Mm. And I don't know. I'm not too sure how I feel about it. I think it does blur that line between... Erinsborough, despite looking like a real place when you watch it on your TV, I do feel like it. we're very much aware that Erinsborough is a made-up place. And mm. it's a little it? place... What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's a place which brings us joy for, like, 25 minutes of each day. And I yeah. think when you throw in these characters who are recognised, like Tim, who's playing Pierce, who is from the first season of The Bachelor in Australia, he... It's recognisable to a lot of people. And then do you want to see him play a character like Pierce? I mean, it was his first acting role, which I know that, you know, they released in the statement. I think Tim might have tweeted. Um, And to be honest, I didn't see him in The Bachelor. I have to say I'm not an avid watcher of The Bachelor in the UK, never mind Australia. Um, But... So so for me, that didn't really cloud my judgment of him. I actually thought he was good as a um, standalone kind of guest character. Mm. I thought he played his role really well. He played that suave, sexy businessman that sweeps someone off their feet really well. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, he didn't, like, he didn't move mountains, no, did he? I he didn't, didn't need for... to in his role. Yeah, his character didn't need to. He was very, you know, straight-faced. That mm. was the character he was. It'd be interesting to see when they bring him back because... That character that he's playing is essentially Paul Robinson, except Paul Robinson's yeah. a bit evil. Yeah. So, is he going to come in and play that rich man, or 
Or is Paul going to suddenly be the nice guy because he's with Therese and that's why we're And he turned down show? Paul's offer to um, buy Therese out of Luster's and so then it, didn't take Therese's offer. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how he's written back into the show because mm. really he doesn't have much of a need to be apart from the fact that he's probably deeply in love with Chloe. Mm. And something we were chatting about earlier was, you know, will he be in the opening titles? I would have thought so. He's been made a permanent character. Mm. So Because before Leo and um, David were like Paul's kids, they were in the opening titles with Misty at one point. Do you remember the three yeah. of them yeah, yeah, in, the, in the CGI like, titles? Yeah. So they've done stuff like that before. So maybe he could be in it. You know, could he be a new love interest for Amy? Oh, I don't know. I kind of ship Amy and Gary. Do you? Yeah, I'm quite for it. I think it's really sweet. It's kind of like the underdog thing, which I really enjoy. Mm, for Gary but, or for Amy? Um... Because Amy's always unlucky in love. She is, which is... But so is Gary. So mm. I think they do make a perfect pair. I think, yeah, I, personally, they're probably the couple that I ship the most, mm. apart from Aaron and David. Who you love? Darren. Hashtag Darren. Darren. They're great. Yeah, I just think they're really great. But I do really ship Gary and Amy. I mm. think they're great. And I'm intrigued to see where Pierce um, takes it when Shots he comes into, into the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just be interested to see where he comes in, whether he comes straight back in being the person who's into Chloe, or if he comes in and gets some really cool storylines. And just remember, know. he gave Chloe like £100,000 to pay off all her debts or however much it was. Yeah. So, I don't know, there's a bit of weight, you know, laying on Chloe. I think, you know, just generally, Neighbours bringing in um, guest stars, uh, a cast member who's currently on it, um, retweeted a tweet the other day. I'm not going to mention who, because... I think people can go discover that for themselves, but um, and just in case they've unretweeted it. But um, right. they retweeted something that was an article saying actors should be very careful of um, or wary of Instagram stars who are becoming actors because of their following. Really? I didn't see this. Yeah. And it was, it, you could take it that that person retweeted it because they found the article very interesting. Yeah, or you could take it that they retweeted it the day after the Pierce news was announced, and they wanted to make a point. I mean, I get what they're saying. I mean, you do it, I suppose, because it's going to bring in an audience and a kind of guaranteed audience because they're intrigued. Mm. But it doesn't always work out. When Madison was on the show, like oh, we said, yeah. she came in to play an iconic character. She was playing Charlene's daughter, mm. and personally, I don't really understand. Why she came in, she didn't really bring too much to the show, but she did have a big Instagram following. She has, like, over 250,000 It was a real waste of a character, though, because the thing is with Robinsons and with Kennedys and Rebecca's and these classic families, if you start to make them too big, you can't reel them back in because you've made it so big that you're just going to be like, oh, that's our second cousin's dog sister. Like, it just doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, definitely. It's like that way with many of the families on the street, though, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, I mean, look I, at Ellie and B. You know, they're kind of like Susan's sister's kids. You yeah. know, we've got this like kind of reach. You know, Susan's sister's been in it quite recently. We've had that like really nice recurring guest character. That's worked quite well. But then that has always worked for the Kennedys. The Kennedys' house has always been like a dumping ground for children and lost characters. <laughs> and they just live there. Donna lived there for a while. How are Rachel and Zeke. <laughs> you know, Rachel and Zeke nowhere to be seen. You know, Libby. Libby needs to make a comeback. Absolutely. Libby should come back. Hashtag get Libby back. Get Libby China back. China Get Libby back. And you know what? It gives Steph a storyline. So while you're at it, you can get Steph back. Yeah, and then bring back Felix Mallard because we all miss seeing his face. 
Oh, well, I was we were literally tweeting about this earlier. Um, if you don't follow us, follow us on Ramsey Speak on Twitter. We were tweeting about who we'd like to see um, come back, and there's some really interesting responses actually on who people would like to see. I'm still fighting for Naomi Canning. She's oh, my number one yeah, to get you back. Would love her to come back. But in amongst this week of everything Valentine's and talking of Pierce coming back, etc., let's take a complete U-turn to just pop back and talk about Sonia. Because Fake D is back in the show. Da, da, da. I know. We had to talk about it at some point. She's here. Fake D. But more than Fake D, with Fake D bought a sassy Sonia. That's why I'm not leaving here. Until you sign. I loved everything about that. We had dramatic music underneath. I know. We had Sonia giving it her all. She had just had enough. She'd have enough of Andrea's shit. <laughs> it was great. It was so intense. <laughs> no, she had. Like, she was... She's done with it. She's like, I'm not playing around anymore. I'm not, I'm not doing this shit. I want you to sign the papers, and it's going to happen right now, and I'm not going to pussyfoot around it. You're mm. going to get out of your pen... And you get a sign. You're going to get out of your pen, whatever else is under your pillow, probably a few mobile phones that yeah, you've exactly. also been given. Contacting you know, Nanny Alice. I mean, still. we do have to talk about how secure this secure, like, mental health unit is. I know, ridiculous. <laughs> and the fact that Sonny can just turn up and be like, I want to see her. Yeah, and... I want to see this woman that, you know, slept with my husband, you know, um, her mum, you know, poisoned person, me. If there's one person that'd be on the list to never let near her, it'd be like, don't let Sonia Rebecca in. <laughs> She's been hurt too many times. She's partly the reason why I'm in this mental facility. Yeah. It was very odd. I loved that moment. I'm really liking seeing these little dribs and drabs of um, fake D. And we Good put out on um, Twitter... Uh, earlier this week if people thought that we had seen the end of fake d and we got so many responses and we absolutely love hearing from all you guys it makes it feel like it's not just us two talking doesn't it i know it's nice it's nice um and we had some really really interesting stuff um someone sent a little bit of a spoiler erinsborough news i mean who would have thought they said not when mads is set to film in march now mads is obviously who plays well fake d will d andrea Andrea. Um, All so of the above. There's, there's some rumours, I'm going to say rumours, that she might be filming again soon. Um, someone else said they don't think we're going to see her again. Um, you know, uh, Ella said, I, I hope not. I think that person is very hopeful. Very hopeful. <laughs> this storyline has not been tied up whatsoever. No. Um, Alan, Neighbours HQ, not by a long shot. And I think, we, I would agree with that. I think she's going to be back. Back I for think good. So. Even more so because there was that really great moment when... Um, Sonia came back and she told Toadie that she'd been to see Andrea. And um, he said, did she say much? Did she have anything to say? And she was like, oh, no, nothing interesting. And then I think, well, she must have had something to say. I just felt personally, mm. looking into it, that seemed like that wasn't just a throwaway line. That was weighted. There was something said in that conversation between Andrea and Sonia, which I feel like as we'll find out as Neighbours fans... Yeah. In and, coming weeks, and it's, maybe, it's or a, months, I don't it's know. It's a bit of an but... odd one, because in the episode synopsis, so we, um, before we record our podcast, we listen and to the episodes and watch them, obviously, as well. And um, we get a little bio of each episode, and we have those for episodes coming up as well for the next few weeks. Um, and in the synopsis for that episode, it obviously outlined what Andrea told Sonia. So we know what Andrea told Sonia. Well, I know. I don't know if I told you. No, I don't think you did. Okay, I haven't told you. So I know Wait, what Andrea this. told Sonia. However, um, it's very odd 
and unusual that they would tell you in the synopsis of the episode something that then doesn't air in the episode. So it, it would be odd. like it'd be like if the synopsis read, you know, Leo proposes to Therese and Therese says no. Yeah, like you don't want to know the. I find that odd, and it's kind of. But then in the episode, imagine if it just said, "Therese, will you marry me?" And then it went, it cut before she said yes or no. Yeah, it'd be like doing it like that. So. I'm finding it odd. I don't know if there's been a re-edit and they decided actually we want to keep this back or mm. I just don't know if they just put that writing in and totally forgot about it. But I can I can tease, and I don't think I'll be in, get in trouble for this, I can tease that it's quite juicy. <sighs> okay. And it, it definitely opens the door for D-drama. So in response to anyone on Instagram who thought, actually we have seen the last of D... I don't think we You're wrong. I You're wrong. It's obviously not going to happen. Sorry, guys. Sorry, expect more. I'm assuming there'll be more when Eve leaves as well, because it'll be a huge storyline for Tony. It'll to give Tony something with. to do, surely. Exactly. Which will, yeah, he's going to need that storyline when that all happens. So expect more fake D. This is, you know, we're not going to delve too much into it now, but this is the start of fake D chat. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do a fake D special. I feel like the next few weeks is like we definitely going to be a fake D special. For years. Um, for years. Talking about giving more, someone. Gave a lot more this week. They must have heard your words last about week. The underdog. We are. Oh, Kersha. I better get going, or else I'll be late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, thanks for talking to me. You're so strong. Oh, oh I tell you what. Performance. You know what? She's been practicing. She's getting good. She's great. And I know um, some guys online who were listening to the podcast and enjoyed our little Kersha moment last week. So you'll be pleased to hear. Um, they obviously commented that you know the actress who plays Kesha has been at schools. That's why she doesn't feature as much. Oh, um, okay, and that we, makes sense. We, you know, we get that. But it is interesting that when she does feature, she either doesn't say anything or she leaves the scene because she's going to be late for school. Yeah, she just has a habit of, you know, featuring in that moment, but there's just no words to come out, bless her. But proud of her this week. Mm. No need for the kind of, like, rolling tumbleweed sound effect, because Kersha's speaking. I know. I heard it on standby, and I'm a little bit disappointed. Well, we can expect it, I'm sure. <laughs> Being that she's spoken now, can we expect it next week? I'm going to predict an early no. Yeah, please let us know. Tweet us, um, or pop us a message on Instagram. Do you think that we're going to hear from Kersha next week? I'd actually, I'd really like to gauge this, see what everybody else yeah. thinks, because There honestly, needs to be I some kind of poll, I think, at the start of every week, you know, will we hear from Kersha? I just, we just need to get everybody's opinion. Yeah. Personally, if I'm putting my vote out there now, I'm saying that we, I don't think we'll hear from Kersha next week. I think she'll be dead silent. I think we'll see her, but we won't hear her. <sighs> that, yeah, you know what? I I could say, like, oh, that's unbelievable. But it's not. It's very believable. It's very believable. We're not <laughs> going to hear from her. That's my prediction. But well done, Kersha. Oh, Great I week loved for that. you. Big week. It was a She's big... going to get a storyline one day. <laughs> she is. She's getting ever so close. Oh, I loved um, Kersha this week. I loved that moment. That made me smile. I literally jumped out of my seat and went, oh, my God. <laughs> Kersha said something. It was great. That was my second favourite moment. Yeah. Okay. I just had to share this. My first favourite moment was the Gary and Nicole um, double date that they did because they were both single on Valentine's oh, this Day. Was great. And I loved that it started in Harold's and Cole wanted to sit down and read his paper because, you know, where else would you read it? In his home, at his workplace, in one of the number of benches, no. on, on that bridge over the pond. No, no, no. He needed to read it in Harold's with no drink in his hand at that point, you know. So... 
He sits he down with Gary. He could have gone to the friendship tree. He could have gone to the friendship tree. No, he could have gone to numerous places. Literally anywhere. That are around Aaron's right. You anywhere. Know, anywhere. Could have gone into town. Could have gone to the Back Lane Bar. Ellie would have had a drink There's with him. many a room in the hospital now. There is many a room. And a corridor. Isn't it? Many mm. a corridor. Um, and so they sat down together and I liked that Carl then divulged what him and Susan were going to get up to um, for Valentine's morning. It's a bit strange for me. I, I say Susan and I would always traditionally come here for Valentine's Day lunch. Yeah, oh, it would have been the first for me and Amy. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, it's all good. Uh, Mate, do with a card from Mum. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if there was any consolation to you, Susan and I had planned a romantic Skype call, but uh, the line crashed. Romantic? Yeah. Oh, that was great! <laughs> it's classic undertones of just the rampant sex life that Susan and Carl have. That blue box, honestly, I want to know what's in it. Oh, I don't think I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I just think, do you think, having a great do you time, think there's a no doctor and nurse's anymore. outfit? Almost definitely. Do I you think, think that, Susan it, dresses up as the doctor? I think that featured in one episode once, Yeah, it did. she came out in an outfit, yeah. didn't she? Like no, but nurse. wasn't that in one of those YouTube spin-off episodes? Oh, yeah, I yeah, think I it was in the actual show. Yeah, that I, was before I, the PG rating. I that the other day. No, it was either that or a dream of mine, but... God, oh, God. Either one Even worse. had the same dream. Um, no, that was a great moment. The whole, That whole Valentine's uh, episode, the Carl and Gary situation, I loved it when they were wearing, commenting on ties. <laughs> they were just saying, like, oh, did you, you shopped online? Oh, yeah, that's, you know, the best way to do it these days. It was just, oh, it was just great. And I felt like we got a little peek into a world of neighbours if... Susan ever decided to leave. If Jackie Woodburn ever said, you know what, I'm hanging up my throws and I'm off. Yeah. I feel like they could, Carl could sustain himself as a character standalone. I think so. Carl's doing great. You know, I really enjoyed it. And I just thought it was a really funny moment. I love those kind of little nuggets of information for Neighbours fans that if you see it, you see it. If you don't see it, you don't see it. But hopefully we've drawn that to your attention. You might go back and want to watch it. It was very funny. It was and a good week. Carl's little eyebrow raise made it so much better. So good. I think it's going to be an emotional week next week, just judging by the what's coming up. Callum so, is back. Callum is back. And I think next week's probably going to be a bit of a, I'm assuming, a bit of a hard-hitting Sonia week now that yeah. Callum's back. Yeah, we've got some hard storylines ahead. Next week is going to be, um, I think we can reveal this. Next week is going to be one of those weeks on Neighbours where it feels like the whole week is one episode. Yeah. I feel. I think it's going to be a sad one. Prepare your tissues. Um, You have them on standby. And make sure you're tweeting us along. We want to hear what you think of next week prior to us recording talking about next week so definitely please get involved tweet us at ramsey speak we're also on instagram i think we're probably on twitter, facebook we're on facebook yeah twitter facebook you instagram know, all the usual we'd love to get your likes your comments your shares your love um it's been so wonderful to have you with us again and um, we really hope you've enjoyed listening to us and uh please let us know you know what you think of neighbors as it's happening pop us a tweet we're always online and um we would love to have you again here same time same place next week Thanks. See you then.